No, no, no. Like, you know, like... I can finish later. No, please. You know, the cow and eating. Like, it's... Like, it's real life, isn't it? an hour and a half old. It's going to be two and a half hours old. Once we finish this, it might just as well have it now. Go on. So, any um, future guests, you know, hopefully uh, we'll have all this, you know, like set up and kind of ready to go. This is almost like a, a dry run, isn't it? I'm out of breath, you know. So am I, coughing to take it out of me. You're out of breath. I'm out of breath. This could be interesting. It's like a couple of perverts. <laughs> Breathing. Like I'll put the mic. <laughs> Big mistake, you made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I love, how, I love how I put the microphone closer to you because I was worried it wasn't going to pick you up. Where's my drink? I just look, look, look at all the waveforms if you have a cough. I think I'll probably like fast forward some of that. Oh, okay. I'm oh, really awful for make me laugh. I know. I'm evil. Go on. This is your coffee. It's, it's yours, isn't it? Yeah. No, mine's down there on the okay. floor. Have some water. It's recording, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So this is the official beginning. I just realised, like, I did bring my earplugs out of like habit, like just because <laughs> I knew that I was like, recording. Because I'm coughing. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> I put them in. I don't know where yeah. the lid is. I should have a warning, like, you know, to viewers, you know, kind of like wear earplugs. Exactly. Okay, so. <coughs> um, right, you brought me here today. What are we going to discuss? No more, no more coughing no, or laughing. I do my best. Uh, I guess we should, I guess we should start at the beginning. Yeah. So I guess some intercourse was involved, which you weren't around for. Then you were made. You could take it from there. Oh, <laughs> Well, actually saying that, you know, like, you know, from what you like to tell me, I mean, that was a miracle itself, you know, it was Daddy almost... used to say to me, God knows how you were ever cut here. I know, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like the virgin birth, like, by the sounds of it. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, although maybe, you know. Your mummy was very strict. Catholic, you see. Maybe she had been a bit of a girl. One didn't do these things. And she was, and she was calming down. But anyway. You know, we assume, you know, something happened, you know, it was accidental, <laughs> it was an accidental intercourse or something, but you know, anyway, that, that all happened. That's awfully personal. <laughs> when, is, is it really to you? Because you oh. weren't there. You, you know, like you weren't there. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then what happened? You take it from there. I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was born on the 14th of October. And mummy started having me on the 13th and the poor thing was in labour all day long of the, of the 
all day at the 14th and her birthday is the 15th and she thought oh if I can just hang on a little bit longer <laughs> she's the only she woman have a baby the same day <laughs> she's the only... she was born and she didn't quite make it because I was born at seven minutes to midnight so she didn't quite make it yeah but I'm just thinking like she must have been like the only woman in history that was like stay in <laughs> just you know Stay yeah, there. she wanted to have me on her birthday. Surely most quite... people are like sort of like get it out, like, you know, like as fast as. Apparently, um, when I was b b being born, uh, Mummy was in labour. The, the doodle bugs went over. No, not the doodle bugs, the planes. Yeah. And they dropped bombs, and it landed in the swimming bars, and it was right next to the hospital. Yeah. And it smashed all the swimming bars to bits. A good job it didn't land on me because I might not have been born at all. Yeah. Um, you know, but all of that stuff like fascinates me, just the 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 thing of chance, you know. Yeah. I mean if you without wanting to go sort of deep, you know, straight away, like in a much like her the inception. <laughs> no I'm just, you know, I was making a crude joke about sort of grand and grand. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, like, you know, um, doesn't that freak, that freak chance, you know, when you like think about it, it's sort of like the magnitude of that, you know, like that the chance of you kind of not even existing, but sort of like being you, you know, yeah. and then you add into that, you had that thing, you know, with the bomb sort of going off, you know, I mean, it's like infinite against the fact that you're here. Well, Mummy said the whole hospital shook, vibration, you know, the bomb going off. Yeah. I mean, that's mental, isn't it? I know. Because I, I can remember the hospital and the swimming bars because they rebuilt yeah. them. And they were right next door to each other. Um, was she scared? In fact, when I was um, a baby in a pram, um, apparently Mummy used to put me under the stairs every time... <laughs> like Harry, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like Harry Potter. <laughs> I wasn't a pram. All oh, right. <laughs> that was where you lived. Well, you see, in the war, all these doodle bugs used to come over, and a doodle bug makes a noise like a, a plane engine. It goes, yeah. and all of a sudden it stops. And you have to count. I think, I can't remember, but I think it, you count to ten, and it kept flying. And you had to go one, two, three, up to ten to know where it was going to land. Yeah. And if the sound got closer to you, you thought, God help us, it's going to be me. Because you knew which way the sound was coming. Yeah. And then you count to ten and you're thinking, now which way did it go? Was it coming this way or that way? Were you shitting yourself? No, that was called a doodle bug. That's what they did. The Germans used to drop them. Well, used yeah. to fly them, I mean. Yeah, but I mean, weren't you like scared then? I was a baby in a pram. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, how do you know it happened then? Mummy told me. Okay. Oh, was she scared? Of course she was scared. In fact, but there again, she was a nurse, and uh, the nurses used to go on top of the hospital and watch the dog fights, you know, the German yeah. and the English little planes, like Spitfires, yeah. firing at each other. And she said they'd all be jumping on the roof going, come on, come on, Brenton. England and yeah. they used to cheer them on and then they'd, then like they'd a, see a German plane being hit and everybody would cheer. Like, uh, do you think yeah, there's like a part of like the human psyche that that can't 
in the moment like comprehend the sort of magnitude of it or the risk because I true. often think that yeah because if I'm you know like as I'm kind of sitting here now you know thinking to myself you know like oh, there's planes over yeah. the top dropping bombs and fighting you know like I'll be as far away as I could bloody get yeah well that's we moved to Chelsea but before that I mean mummy and daddy lived in London because daddy came from Balham and um, every time the sirens, the air raid sirens used to go, they used to dive down into the tube stations. Yeah. And they were absolutely packed, the tube stations, all the people, but um, they, everyone made the most of it. They had people playing guitars and singing and yeah. all sorts, trying to keep people's spirits up, well, which I thought sounded rather nice. But my mummy said that yeah. they often used to do that. But they moved to Essex because Danny had a job in Hackbridge, yeah. a company called Brush Crystal, because he was an electrical and technical engineer. Yeah. But they do say, don't they, like that in times of kind of war, like and those sort of things, things like art flourishes. Like art. Well, yes, you know, because music. people have to have a way to cheer themselves up, I suppose. Yeah. And that's why painting, art, music, everything like that had to be encouraged, not necessarily encouraged, but yeah. it was promoted. I mean, it's like um, the First World War, that's where they had the the tableaus with all the naked women, because women weren't naked in those days. They, oh. No, it was... Sorry. It, <laughs> I, forget, I forget there. the name they gave it. It's a special name. Porn. No, no. It... Oh, I had it then. You made Sorry. me forget. Tableau, naked women. No, it had a special name, but the curtains used to be drawn, and then they'd pull them back, and there was all these naked women with like um, feather fans and things in, in in the right places. Yeah. But they didn't move. Are you they sure you weren't a peeping Tom? Just like a movie. I'm just saying, I wasn't around in the First the, World War. Okay, oh, yeah, sorry, the first, the first no, World War. I was just War. saying that was their kind of um, escapism. Yeah. And it was a, a form of art. In fact, I saw it was a piece about it on the television not so long ago. So talking about this form of art. So then, like, do you think that there's this weird like dichotomy with like human nature that it kind of needs needs that shit to sort of come up with some of the beauty oh yeah it's to give people it's a distraction it's like the old time music halls i mean they used to be in there in london singing away and the bombs are dropping all around and they used to sit there and just watch the shows yeah sometimes they were so bad they were sort of probably hoping it, it like fell on them well, like, God, this guy's not, you know, this guy's rubbish. Very good. Come on, Hitler. I remember when I was a tiny child, um, Daddy took me to, um, I can't remember, I think it, it was either the Coliseum or the Hippodrome, I can't remember which one, and um, went to see the Crazy Gang. Yeah. And there was six of them. I can't remember all their names now, I'm afraid. Dopey. <laughs> Sleepy. No, no, they were very famous, but they were funny. They were music hall type people. Yeah. And it was really good fun, you know. And they were naked with fans. <laughs> no, I can't remember any of their names. No. Oh, Flanagan and Allen. That was one. That was one. There were six, three couples, Flanagan and Allen, 
Chaz and Dave. No. Jimmy Cranky. What was <laughs> no, that anyway. one called? J- Jimmy what? Cranky and... Yeah, anyway, sorry. You know, You're digressing. I know, I am, yeah. sorry. I do that. <laughs> you may have noticed. Anyway, yeah, so uh, you were born. War was going on. Almost didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, then... Um, Chapter two. <laughs> we lived in this... Uh, upstairs flat in Chelmsford. I can remember the steps were exceedingly steep. <laughs> but, um, you know, we lived on the top. Um, I rather like watching things like, um, sort of like programmes about the 1940s, 1950s, because... All their furniture and decor was exactly the yeah, same yeah. As, as we used to For have. For a second, I thought you meant then. I was thinking, well, that was, you know, that wasn't. No, but it's just the style of those days. The great big, yeah. solid china, china kitchen sink you could fit a blanket into. They were so big and deep, and um, you know, it was it was nice in those days. Yeah. And used to have like a mangle on the side of the sink. You used to have to wind it like this to put the clothes through. Yeah. None of your automatic washing machines. Um, were you still under the stairs, like like Harry Potter, or like the Javelin uh, bedroom now? I got bigger then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they bought me a little pussycat named Socks, and I used to, because it had four little white feet. Yeah. And they, I used to dress up my doll's clothes and put it in the pram and take it up and down the road for walks. Yeah. At the end of the road... There was a big air raid shelter, and um, we used to play in there. Me and my friend Gillian, Gillian Lincoln, she was. Yeah, we used to play there. Have and you we, seen if she's like still around? I, do you know, I've never looked. I could do. <laughs> never thought you should about Facebook it. that that woman. Yeah, we used to play together all the time because we had a very long back garden. Uh, someone and over to the find back, Gillian Lincoln is still alive. <laughs> over the back there was a river and um, we used to climb over the back fence and go and have a look at the river and one day there was a grass snake because daddy showed it to me and ever since then I was too frightened to go over the back <laughs> yeah you're not a fan of snakes are you no I don't know oh I can't well, even touch a picture in a book and oh all I remember funny. that like from uh, my youth yeah oh there's yeah. one thing I can't stand snakes and heights Snakes and heights, yeah. Spiders, do I don't mind. Okay, do you remember that time when we were in Switzerland and, <laughs> oh, and you had to crawl over the <laughs> over the bridge? I know. Yeah. What about when we went with Les to um, that rope bridge in yeah. the Forest uh, of yeah, Dean? Yeah. Oh, he had to grab my hand and drag me over. Oh, horrible. <clears throat> it swayed, that one. Yeah. And as I was being dragged across, this chat shot past on a bush bike. I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I was so frightened. Yeah. And this fellow on a push. Didn't that help you kind of like see the. No, I, like I, I, I had to right. close my eyes again. Yeah. It's a bit unnerving. How are you with heights now? Because like, didn't you um, at the Giants Causeway or did you go on the rope bridge thing? No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Never. No. No, you wouldn't get me out there. So it's still. Um, so it's I, still a fear. When Daddy was in Germany. I went up the um, tower in Stuttgart. It's quite Stuttgart. It's quite a famous tower, 
and when you get to the top um it's got like a a big thing sticking out like on arms and it's all glass floor so yeah. you can look through it and i wouldn't stand on it <laughs> in case it went through um, no fear so because uh, the thing with a fear of heights right is i think i don't necessarily have a fear of heights so you know like if i'm in a plane or something but like i do have a healthy fear of falling and dying yeah you know you see these kind of mad men you know sort of jumping over buildings and that you know like um <clears throat> if you're if you're scared of that yeah does that mean that you're that that, that you're scared of heights you know and if that's the case isn't that just sensible you know, it's not really a fear of heights, so like it's um, just being sensible. I suppose in a way, um, the reason I don't like it is I suppose I suffer from a form of vertigo because if I look over the edge of something, I can feel the ground rushing up to meet me and it makes me go all giddy and dizzy. So and that I is think a real fear then, isn't that, it? That effect... You sure you're not just drunk? ...causes you to feel you want to throw yourself over, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a frightening feeling, actually. Yeah. Because the ground just rushes up to meet you. It's not you really nice. You feel that you want to like, jump over? Yeah. I think as they call it vertigo, it's not very nice. Yeah. It's it's because the, the, the ground kind of... The ground's swallowing you up. Yeah. It's it's not a nice feeling, vertigo. Yeah, well, I'm glad you haven't sort of given into the urge to jump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not really nice at all. I mean, we went to um, the Isle of Wight. Your father was absolute nut. He loved heights. And we went to... Did you say height or fight? Height. Height, I was going to say. We went to this... Um, uh, Allen Bay, I think it was. It was along the coast on the north side of the island. And um, there was a sheer drop on the wooden fence. And your father only went over the side and hung onto this fence with his feet dangling. And I was so panicked, I couldn't look. I just turned away. He frightened me to death, he did. I wouldn't have done that. I know. Your father... Well, I'm afraid your brother takes after him in that respect. He's well, mad. he used to. You, you did used to, he yeah? He used to, but now know. he's, you know... He's got more cautious, yeah. I wouldn't say more cautious. I think he's got <laughs> ultra-cautious, uh, you know? I have to get him on it. We could sort of like discuss, you know, when he used to make me breathe. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know we were I kids. Know. But, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Um, when we were kids... And if um, Scott's watching this, you know, he can attest to this. You know, <laughs> we used to make those ramps and stuff. And there was one time when we made this ramp and we spent ages building it. And I think kind of like Scott and I looked at it and thought, fuck that for a game of soldiers. It was, you know, like at the end, it went up like this. And then Rich, he was like, yeah, you know, I'll do it. You know, I don't know, like it was because he, you know, because he'd spent all summer making it. You know, I thought, yeah, well, someone's <laughs> got to do it. I know. But, you know, I mean. That was in the back of the old mental. mother's nursery, wasn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, you say mental, but what happened one day? He came off well, that the, was the same bars went straight through his stomach. It was the same day, like uh, the first day. Yeah. yeah, okay. He went up and, you know, like it looked amazing, you know. I can sort of remember it clear as day, you know. Like he went up, he landed, it was great. You know, and we were all like, oh, wow, okay. And he went around for like, a second go and then he kind of went up in the air, like, you know. And it's one of those things, like, you know, they say, like, uh, that memory actually, like, it isn't reliable. Uh. So, you know, I don't know, like, if I can remember it or if I've sort of fantasised this. But, you know, like, it seems to me that what happened is he went up, like, and I, I looked at Scott and we kind of saw him in the air falling off. And we were both like, shit. You know, <laughs> it was like, 
It was oh, like this yeah. is going to be serious. Yeah. And then I think like he like he and the bike sort of like came apart in the air. I think. Oh, I don't know. And then I think he kind of landed like, like on there. the handlebars. Oh. And went into his there. stomach. But you I know, know, I mean, like, could you could you imagine him doing that now? No. No, no he has got more caution. You, you do get wiser as you get older. <laughs> you I mean, oh come on. When well, I was when I was first married your father, hang on listen, a second. When I no, married no, your father, you know, oh, I might have been get out with. I've let you sort of waddle on about. You know, Chelmsford, right? Um, I don't think you can say that, like, oh, you get wiser, though, like, as you get older, because, you know, I know many older people that are not wise at all, and, you know, I sort of, you know, I'm often in, like, bands, like, with younger people, you yeah. know, like, there's people in their kind of 20s, and, like, you know, and some of those guys, like, say stuff sometimes that floors me, you know, that's like really wise. It's like kind of like with Josh, you know, like, um, you know, he introduces one of his songs about, you know, like a Nelson Mandela quote about, you know, like letting your um, choices reflect your hopes and not your fears, you know. And those kind of things like are insanely wise. And I think kind of that more of us should live like that. And that's what my song Watching Me Burn's all about, you know, is about that sometimes older people, yeah, because they've lived through stuff and they have experience, have, have a perspective on it. But then, at the same time, it can make them scared of stuff, sort of because it's gone wrong. And then, sort of younger people, kind of, because they haven't had those things say that go wrong yet, have the kind of bravery. And I actually think, kind of, the older people that still keep that sort of like wisdom, um, or not a wisdom of youth, you know, but that sort of drive of youth to kind of try, try new things and be yeah, brave. Yeah, that's true. I suppose. You know, sort of that's the ultimate, I think. You know, but a lot of people don't. And they become overly cautious. Well, I think that's what I meant to say more, that you you become, like, rather once bitten, twice shy. You become more cautious as you get older because you can see the pitfalls. But I worry when you're young, you don't think about pitfalls. You know, I worry about that, yeah, because, you know, like, I don't like that. And I sort of fight that with my, you know, being, you know, which is why I'm still sort of trying to do things like music. You know, it's not really brave, I suppose, you know, sort of to play a piano, but... You know what I mean? Like, you know, I guess kind of putting yourself out there like does take a bit of a bit of unbravery, doesn't well, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, because you stand up on stage in front of lots and lots of people. Yeah, you know, I mean that that that's a bravery of a sort because you have got all these bodies and eyes looking at you. I mean, it is a brave thing. Yeah, I mean, it's different. But I just don't want to sort of like give in to those fears and that kind of thing because they haven't got a huge audience. Not, not like yeah, but I imagine kind of like how to lose yourself, like in a role, you know. I mean, imagine now just sort of totally kind of immersing yourself in a character. Yeah. I'm going to show you something. It's from uh, Louis Theroux, like Scientology movie, okay. There's a bit like at the end of it um, where this guy is kind of acting out a character. And, you know, like, you know, I'm not one to sort of big up actors and stuff all the time. But, like, how somebody I can do that can just totally... Sort yeah, of, you, you know, like it goes mental yeah. basically, and he sort of smashes a strip light on the table. Oh yeah, you know it's all in character, and it's almost like whoa, that's <laughs> something. You know, it's like a force of nature. Yeah, I think, and actually, you know, I think it takes a lot of, I don't know, kind of real guts just to totally sort of like lose yourself in something. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, sorry, you know, I sort of like digressed again, <laughs> but. You know, quickly, Sam, I mean, that's kind of almost sort of what I want these things like her to be about, though, you know. Oh, that's it's, right. It's, it's, not, it's yeah. not sort of like talking History points. History programme. <laughs> but, but just sort of talking about, you know, kind of life. Because one of the other things I wanted her to ask you, really, is about 
like um how much stuff you've seen kind of change over your life and kind of do you think that you've sort of grown through that have you grown more cautious like you know you know i want to know about kind of like the inner pat mcdonald <laughs> not you know just a well just a pot okay i mean when i were talking about doing daredevil things i mean i was in my um late 20s early 30s yeah and uh i was going out with your father and uh <laughs> we um his brother had a land rover and in the winter when it was frozen and icy he used to have this sled which used to tow on the back of the land rover yeah and you'd have to sit on it and cling on it for dear life and he used to speed all around the open fields yeah. and it bouncing up and down like this and you're going so fast i mean if i'd come off i'd probably How did broke it go my... again sorry well like this oh. over the bumps in the field and if i come off i probably broke my neck no, no, or something exactly. you know but i did it yeah and then he got this mad idea he made this parachute to tow on the back of the land rover in the summer this was and it went so fast that you had the parachute on and it used to lift lift you up in the air yeah and now i wouldn't do that because it's heights again yeah but your father did and he used to tow them all around <laughs> when, when your father came down he actually landed on the back of a cow <laughs> <laughs> really i remember how yes. have you never told me that before i've only just remembered it <laughs> he landed on the back of a cow yeah. <laughs> amazing would, yeah did he rode that um bitch well, like, i expect he fell off for all his work <laughs> i know he's... But you expect he fell off you were there I can't remember, oh, okay. but I just remember him landing <laughs> on the back. Amazing. <laughs> I think he slid off it. Yeah. <coughs> oh, that was really funny. I remember that. Wow. <laughs> See, that's why I wanted her to do this, you know, oh, yeah. with you especially. Because, you know, A, um, when do we ever get sort of an hour or so just to sit down and sort of talk about stuff, yeah, you know, without interruptions? That's, that's what's great with uh, the studio, you know. Yeah. But also... Like, I've never heard that that round before. No, I just remembered we were talking about being brave. Tell me some more. Either. How did you meet Dad? You know, I honestly don't think I know. Um, my father used to be secretary sold you. of Hyde Club. <laughs> yeah. And, um, of course, being secretary, we used to go down quite a lot. And um, your father was was in there having a drink with his mates one day. He's always been classy. Hey, I'm just kidding. He was down having drinks with his mates, and um, he came up and started talking to me and said, "Oh, I haven't seen you here before." And player, I, I love him. He, he was straight in. <laughs> I can't remember. But anyway, he just asked me out. In fact, I can't even remember where we went the first time we yeah. went out. I mean, can I just quickly kind of say, like, he must have been a bit of a player. Because if he's saying he hasn't seen you, like, down it much, like, uh, your statement um, previous to that was you used to go down there a lot. You always say, Roger wasn't a big drinker. Oh, okay. So he was the one that had him sort of, sort of like, been in there. That's true. Yeah, so what kind of lines did he use? You know, like, tell me all about him. I want to learn from the master. I can't remember. Do you mean, like, if he pulled you? I know he asked me out. Yeah. And I can't even remember where we went. Was it one of those, you know, heaven must be missing an angel lines or something? I don't know. Okay. You know, guess we'll never know how he, <laughs> uh, how he wooed you. So, yeah, it was in Hythe Club. I'm thinking hard. 
I can't even think where we went. We must have gone out for drinks somewhere. It's not awful, I just can't remember. Hmm. Yes, this is why this sort of stuff is good though, because you know, like you know, like it gets you out to think. I about know, it. um Yes, I worked in the bank in Hyde. Yeah. In the National Provincial then. It's not it's Did the National even deposit? now. <laughs> and um when I used to finish work I used to go up to the nursery. Yeah. And um I used to help your father in the nursery because um, his, mo his mother inherited it when her husband, Roger's father, died. And uh, Roger used to do all the work. I mean, he was very young. He was still at school when his father died. And he used to come home from school and go and fill up all the boxes for his mum to do all the pricking out the next day. How did that like shape shape him with his dad dying young? Because obviously I've had the same thing. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. I think he was about fourteen or fifteen when his father died. Yeah. Did they it must have been a bit young. No, he must have been younger than that because he was at secondary school. Yeah, but all I mean is like, like how did that affect him and his outlook on life? Like, like did, it, like did he sort of expect that he was gonna? live a short life or what like I don't know because I don't know if I've ever like told you that but you know like I think there was a part of me when I was growing up you know when I turned like 37 especially like it was a really weird year for me because I think somewhere like in my mind I hadn't ever thought that I was going to get past 36 and I think, you know, that's why I kind of like I live my life like I do. Like, you know, I said that I don't plan. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just kind of like do what, do what's in like the day ahead of me. You know, you know, it's almost this sort of fatalistic view. Of, well, you know, I never ever, ever gonna... met his father. So I don't even know how old he was when he died. Yeah. No, I just wondered if he'd ever spoken about it or anything. No, not really. Right. I know what you're saying. You're wondering yeah. if it's hereditary. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, you know, I don't necessarily mean hereditary, but, you know, you know like it would be interesting to know how his father dying sort of affected his outlook on life and if it made him more kind of reckless. You know, when he said he was hanging off the cliff earlier on. Oh, I see where you you're know, coming like, I wonder, from. like, if, you know, if there's something... It's all... Like, if you've kind of lost a parent, like, young... Because uh, you had your, like, parents, you know, for kind of quite quite a long time in your life, didn't you? Oh, I did, definitely. I mean, Daddy was um, 80 when he died and Mummy was 83. So um did have him in my life a long time. Yeah. Because I remember, like, when we went to um, to the um, funeral, actually, like, uh, to Grandad's funeral, like, uh, do you remember that? Oh, we went to Germany, yeah. yes. And it's one of those things, you know, where, like, I feel that that it almost signalled, like, a change, like, in our relationship, in a way, sort of, because we went, and it, you know, at, you know, like, at times it did feel like a couple of friends just sort of I know you got out. really cross with me at the checkout, because... Did I? Yes, because I, I, I can't remember... 
It was something to do with, have you got anything to declare? Only that rifle in my pocket. Only, only the shotgun. Something. I don't think I've got a cross with you. You said, you know. be quiet. <laughs> They'll stop us and search you. You got ever so angry with me, did I? Don't forget that. Yeah, um, I mean, I was probably being flippant. I'll be honest, but like you know, like because um, that's weird, yeah. Because kind of maybe I'd be sort of totally indifferent now. But you know, I think we'd watch one of those airplane things only about sort of two or three weeks earlier. And there was that violin player. I don't you remember? Like, and he said something similar. He said, "Oh, I've got a gun in the case," and then they had to kind of like take him off somewhere. And he had to oh, be, yeah. had to be like, interrogated and everything. I you know? And I think I had a gig. I think that's what it is. You know, we were oh. coming back and I think I had a gig on the same night. And I was thinking, well, I can't be, you know, like, around the airport for like, you know, for three <laughs> hours, you know, having oh. a cavity search. Although I probably, you know, would have enjoyed that as well. Excuse me, but, you that's know, wrong. It was on the way out. I mean, it is wrong it. having a cavity search. So you didn't have a gig that night. It was going. Okay, well, we can quibble about this <laughs> all day. <laughs> I never forget when we yeah. got there and we got in the car and Helga was driving. I remember her driving. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> driving. Like, do you she got in the bath? When she was showing, <laughs> showing us how to take a shower, like, and I was like, <laughs> show me how to do it. <laughs> she actually got in the bath, fully fully clothed, and was telling us that we had to and kneel. To get the shower. <laughs> yeah, had to kneel because, like, she didn't want to have water All on, over the on, on the tiles. Yeah. Over. I mean, you know, that's mental. And then she sort of told that um, story, like, at least she could kind of laugh at herself. I remember this when, when Granddad came out of, like, uh, the hospice. You know, she said that he was, you know, was pulling himself, you know, oh, and she was yeah. so worried about it going on the floor that she was going behind him, <laughs> oh, <yeah. and> catching <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <coughs> Some water. It was sort of what I mean is, though, it, oh, is it kind of felt like a couple of friends hanging out? And it was, you know, I think I'd always wanted that sort of um, relationship, you know, yeah. with us. But like it hadn't kind of been at that point because I think it was almost still, I think. It, you kind of wanted me to still be, you know, like a child or something. Oh, I and see, I rather than like, equal, yeah. yeah. Um, I do remember saying to you, like, do you remember this? You, you know, when I said, okay, sort of like your goal is you've got to find me a girlfriend and I've got to find you a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. It was just after, after Les had died. Yeah. And you said, yeah, we're only going to be here for sort of like two days. You know, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, and then, you know, I've, I met that girl, Melanie. Melanie, yeah, that's right. And we went out. And you went out for the night, yeah. Player? You did. Well, you were the player. <laughs> yeah, well, you were my wingman. Oh. I think we should, you know, we should hit the clubs one. Oh, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm out, we'll have an affair for you. Yeah. I think you'd be like a great, like, wingman because, you know, like, people would be like, oh, you know, he's brought his mum. And I wouldn't bring you. <laughs> oh, he brought his mum. <laughs> Sad son. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I wouldn't kind of, like, bring you for that reason. I fucking love, like, hanging out with you. Oh, thank you. I really do. I was saying on the way over, wasn't I, like, uh, that we should have put a camera in the car. Yes. Because we had some great yeah. conversations, like, in the car true, on the way true. over. Like, uh, do you remember when I um, said to you, yeah, what, what a um, podcast was all about? And I said it's often people talking for sort of like two or three hours, and you went, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> but look, you know, I mean, it's already what uh, twenty past twelve. You know, like it goes well quick. You, that you know, does, like you don't realise. What time did we start then? Well, I, you know, it had, you know, had that like inauspicious start, didn't it? Where well, it I can't help coughing. I've up. had a cold, you know. <laughs> I've had a cold, you know. But it wasn't just that, was it? It was like 
I would set it up, you know, but I kind of like that anyway, you know, that it's just, you know, if I'm honest, that's how I feel every morning, you know, I sort of wake up and I just, you know, over the course of about an hour or two, you know, I sort of drift into being real, <laughs> you know, for the first, I don't know, hour, you know, that's what like the podcast was like for the first sort of five minutes. It was just, you know, and I didn't have a kind of a beginning, did it? It just no, slowly in. sort of drifted in, <laughs> you know, faded in. Well, that's better, isn't it? It's like a classic 60s yeah. song with a fade in. We should fade out as well. Just have you finishing your... That reminds me of a song, something about Fade Away. Mick Jagger, wasn't it? Because uh, I'm thinking Enya. Sail away. No, 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 no. Da, 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 not fade away. Re-record, sure, sure not fade away. Wasn't that like a, the BASF advert? Like no, the no, Scotch no. tape? Re-record, not fade away. Yes, but it's, I think it was I think Mick it was Jagger a, that yeah, started I think it was a Rolling Stones yeah. song. Yeah. So, uh, does it bother you, like, that I didn't have, like, children or, like, I haven't had? Um, to be quite frank... It would have been nice for the name to carry on because, but then I suppose Doug's children, he had their bones. Yeah. It just seems sad that the name didn't carry on. Yeah. But by the same token. I can't token, help being impotent. <laughs> no, you're not. I don't think. No. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think. I feel a bit sad in a way now because my hand is in such a bad shape that I couldn't babysit for you because I couldn't pick a child up because I drop cups, let alone a baby. Yeah. I can't hold anything. Babies are more resilient, aren't they? They don't actually bounce. That's a myth. Oh, I just... <laughs> That's a myth! <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> but there's people out there going, look, watch this <laughs> the bus. Oh, shit. That doesn't work. <clears throat> Seriously, that... That's a myth, ba baby spouse. Uh, well, I've... Did you try it with me? <laughs> I mean, that explains a lot. <laughs> Let's have a... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm not going <coughs> to jump off heights, but let's see if this little prick bounces. I think it's just a saying. Yeah. You know. Um, Bouncing yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's weird, you know. I mean... Oh, with life, like, don't, so, um, I mean, you're 73 now, is it? No, you're pushing it, son. 72, right? So, thank you. Okay, okay, well, sorry. 73 in sorry. October. Sorry. So. The 14th, which was the Battle of Hastings. I wasn't actually there. I was going to say that. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I think I'm a bit older, older than 72. You're the one that got Harold. It's also the same day. Was it Harold that, that got it in the oh, eye? Oh, yeah, Harold. Yes, King Harold. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, him, yeah. William, William like, of you, Normandy. Were you the guy that like had the arrow? <laughs> or the and bow? also, um, Cliff Richard's birthday. He was there. He was four years older than me. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was... Uh, I mean, with um, Cliff... Uh, no, actually, you know. I was going to go down like an Operation U tree and ask you about Cliff. Uh, Daddy um, had a job in. I don't like this segue. Essex, eh? No. What's the segue? We're going, we're going for Operation U tree, you know, to Daddy. And I was thinking, oh, you know. You know Operation U tree, what's that? Well, it's what. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Rolf Harris and Jimmy Savile were all like done under the like you know like the paedophiles. Oh, yeah. Because you know, like uh, that Cliff was Cliff was arrested, but you know he was innocent. He was innocent. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The trouble is, somebody like Jimmy Savile was a real pervert. You know, he 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 never got married. He was just a single man. I always wanted one of those necklaces he was giving everyone. Yeah, but. I think it gave a lot of the public a chance to think, oh, I could get some money here or I could become famous. And they started accusing people willy-nilly just because somebody was famous. Willie Nelson was, was accused. No, willy-nilly. Oh, right. Well, no, they were called Millie Vanilli. You know what I meant. Yeah, it's yeah. just set people off. And I think it's sad because people were just accusing them just because somebody was nice and gave them a kiss or... Or, you know, Touch I mean, them up. <laughs> I've had people slap my bottoms uh, and yeah. I never thought they were accosting me sexually, okay. you know. I mean, yeah. it's just a thing that men do to women. They just slap them on the bottom and there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Uh, I mean, I think there probably is. Yeah, yeah but this day and age, things have got out of hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I know? would agree with a lot of that, okay, but... I but... never forget Princess Diana when she slapped the back of Harry's legs. Now, good honour, that's what I say. I mean, that's and a different... And everybody threw up because, oh, you're not allowed to smack your own child. But that's a different thing, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, kind of a man slapping a woman's bum, kind of unsolicited. It's only a little... Well, no, no, but... You know, what I mean is that's two separate things, isn't it? You know, kind of slapping a child because, you know... Like, if they've done something wrong, you know, I mean, I'm not really going to say whether people sort of um, should or they shouldn't, you know, because it's their affair. I think we're sort of too interested, like, in the way that people, you know, parent other kids. But, you know, what I was going to say is, like, because I think it probably is some form of assault if if a man, you know, just kind of unsolicited, you know, so not a girlfriend or something, just slaps a woman on the arse. I think that Well, I think it's quite, quite... quite um... I can't remember the word I'm trying to think of. But it's quite flattering. Flattering, that's it. But, but isn't because that... somebody thinks, oh, she's got a nice bum. <laughs> and I, I think, oh, yeah, that's nice. So I have. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I remember when we were in Italy. Is that what Dad did? Just went like no. that? Yeah. Which is I... why, like, how you can't remember his um, chat up line, because, you know, you know <laughs> he was all hands. He no, just came he up wasn't. and went, get in the car, love. When, when we were on honeymoon in Italy, all the, the Italians used to wall fistle. And, um... I felt quite proud. And well, I, that's an interesting... And Daddy felt quite proud because somebody was... Thought somebody that, fancied well, his bit of crumpet. Well, exactly. Exactly, but, okay, so, maybe we've hit on something interesting here because that now, honestly, Mum, like, uh, is, you know, it's totally, you know, it's anathema, like, now. That, that Really? So, yeah, like... Um, but I used to walk down the road and the men in yeah, the building site used to but, whistle and I used to think, well, they like me. You know, <laughs> uh, but these days, like, people... People see that, you know, almost as a form of like sexual assault. Well, out of bolt. I mean, I'll show you like a video. Like, oh, I guy. think that's ridiculous. I show you a Today's bit. Today's gone. OTT. Uh, I know. Okay, right. There's a guy on. Uh, it was on YouTube. Uh, this feminist woman like uploaded this uh, video um, where she was kind of harassing him, basically, like, and asking what his name was, and he said Hugh, humongous. Like that, okay. And then she said, what, um, are you referring to your penis? And she's going like, this man sexually assaulted me. 
and oh. there are some like people now yeah so you know i do agree that it's gone totally like too far that way but i do think probably like i can i can see where maybe kind of slapping or sort of groping someone isn't right groping maybe is just sort of saying nice no. but a quick tap on the bottom is quite flattering <laughs> It is. I think people have forgotten think, how to live. I think we should put that like as the tagline of the podcast. <laughs> a slap on the bottom. It's quite flattering. Yeah. You know, but it's I mean, not like, a hard slap. It's a little like that. Like, come on, Ducky. Oh, I think it's rather cute. It's not yeah, sexual. Okay. okay, well, if I do this, yeah, to anybody, you know, <laughs> I've, got, I've got the evidence, you know, that like it's how I was brought up. So, you know, I've got, I've got like carte blanche now. Like, that's another thing over this generation, you know, it doesn't take responsibility for anything. Uh, so I can just say it's her fault and I've got the evidence now. Well, it's yeah. just flattering for a woman to know that she's attractive. That's all. But isn't it flattering for anyone to like feel attractive? You know, why add that caveat for a woman? What, you mean she starts slapping men's bottoms? <laughs> oh, hey, you know, I would object. <laughs> <laughs> I would yes, object. but then you see, I come from the from the days when a man did all the leading and all the chasing. Because um, when I was a young girl, the women used to Back sit on... Back about the Hastings. No, sorry. <laughs> the women used to sit on one side of the dance floor yeah. and all the men sat on the other side of the dance floor. And every time the band struck up, the chaps used to stand up, walk across, because you used to think, oh, I wonder Which if anyone's going to ask me? me. And you'd have to watch and see if somebody come and said, would you like this dance, madam? Miss. I was yeah. miss then. Yeah. Would you like this dance? And you'd get up and you'd have a dance. And I thought that was really lovely. Because women were never forward. Yeah. But we weren't repressed. We still had the vote. We could do things. But in a way, I suppose we were because, uh, I mean, when I started work in the bank, and that was in the 19... In the, in the 60s, yeah. um, I got less pay because the women had one pay structure and the men had another. Yeah, and women got paid less. Yeah. So we weren't equal in that respect. But um, you see, like nowadays, the women go chasing after the men, but it was... That's not necessarily wrong, though, is it? You know, I mean, that's just the way... So, because, you know, because humankind changes, you know, things move forward. I think they're being a bit forward, but that's just... That's a generation thing, isn't it? And I suppose what I'm saying is, like, can, you know, can we not kind of move with the sort of generation now? Because obviously, again, you know, kind of spending, like, a lot of time, like, you know, with the younger people and stuff, like... I, you know, I mean, um, maybe I'm just kind of really like immature, you know, <laughs> but I almost like still feel like a sort of like an 18 year old or something, you know, that's kind of figuring out the world, you know. So actually, when something then um, changes, I embrace it, yeah, because I think, okay, well, this is the kind of thing that's going on like now, you know, rather than going, okay, when I was a kid, it was like this. I, I'm almost a bit like, okay, well, I can kind of see where that comes from. And I think sort of how we yeah. should move, yeah. But you are right, you know. I do agree that it has gone like too far, you know. And that well, guy sort of being, being accused for like sexual assault, well, you know, exactly, like yeah. for saying like humongous. I mean, it's women, mental. I know w w women have got too big for their boots. <laughs> women have got too. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> no, no, you bitches, not... you need to get back in your place. No, no, no. I don't <laughs> mean like that. I think they. I think that they're. 
I don't think they're being very fair to men these days. Well, yes, I would agree with you. Yeah, but there's a difference though, right? Um, uh, I realise that I'm sort of silencing you now, <laughs> you know, to sort of misogynistic maybe. But no, um, like the um, there's a difference between sort of trying to have equal rights and everybody be fair and then sort of misandry, you know, which is like the opposite of uh, misogyny, you know, where kind of some women I think do now want to put kind of men in their place. Yeah. You know, like I think that is true, you know, but like, again, yeah, that's kind of two extremes. And I think kind of most people probably like don't live in that extreme. And most people probably want there to be like a fair balance of... Yeah of it both you know and that's good yeah that most people i think what you know and they'll be sort of quibbling about you know i mean i was watching something the other day about kind of like there was a load of women saying like oh, that men should always pay at the restaurant you know which in itself is mental again you know if you want equality so you know i think there's always going to be these small things you know that we unquibble about yeah. but it's like as long as on on a grander scale like things are more equal you know like you know, I kind of wish that we sort of focus more on that rather than the sort of minutiae of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, money-wise, I do think women should take their share. Yeah. Equality. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, I mean, they and take a the slap on money. the arse every now and again. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not talking about a slap on the arse. A I little know, friendly I tap, I think, is quite flattering. I'll tell you, I've tapped a few asses in my day. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, like so, so. Um, what I want to go go um, back to quickly, like, is what you're saying about like how this dance thing, yeah, because there's a part of that, like that, you know. I mean, a, I would have probably been so insecure, you know, I wouldn't love, I wouldn't have um, got up at, and I'm um, chosen anyone. But you know, I mean, b, like the other side of that is, is that almost makes me feel like one of those nature programs, you know, when they have the sort of, you know, uh, the dating rituals, you know, where these animals have oh, to sort yeah. of get up and yeah. get up and dance. So, you know, we watched that one with that one that sort of cleans the greenery. Yeah. And then sort of jumps up and down, right? So, I mean, was it like a bit like that, you know, where it was almost like, you know, like, am I going to be picked? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you see, the difference is, Were you if often it picked? was a small local function, yeah. you went with somebody yeah. or you went on your own, but, you knew all the other people and then they'd come and ask you to yeah. dance because you knew them anyway. But I'm talking about the big clubs in London that I used to go to. I mean, like the, um, um, do you know, I'm so sorry. It was my age. I forget the name. Hippodrome. No, no, that was a cinema, a theatre. Okay. okay. Um, a club. I'll be honest, it's the least important bit of the story. <laughs> They're huge, huge yeah. venues. And the place is packed completely, and you didn't know anybody. You know, we, we used to go out with my friends, the nurses, two yeah. or three of us together, and you didn't know anyone at all whatsoever. Like, were they your wing ladies? So did and you used to go, when, no, we always did you go to, gaming and, like, negging people? No, we just used to go out to have a good time. I bet. Oh. Anyway, that's when all the men sit one side yeah, and, and the women the other. Now, I'm even going... Did you used to get, like, picked, did you? Yeah, I met a few people. Player? <laughs> but Is that I, where you met Chris Dakajani? No, no, that was Lion's Corner Calf. Lion's Corner Calf. Yeah, because although he was a radio engineer on a boat, we're, not, we're digressing, we're I talking know, about the I dance know, exactly. um, Yeah, I like a conversation though that just flows, but anyway, sorry, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's like um, Joe Loss, 
I expect you've heard of Joe Loss and his big band. He used to play there. Yeah, well, I've got all his LPs and his Are posters. No. no, you liked you liked it. Was the big band sound, a bit like Terry Weston. Okay, okay, plays cool, now. Yeah, yeah, we used to go, and um, like um, I used to go and see like Chris Barber and Akabilt play, that kind of thing. Yeah, and those clubs, everybody was strangers, and you just waited for somebody to come and ask you to dance. You know. Yeah. And then there was the the Palais at um, Croydon. Did you ever ask a man to dance? No. You see, why not? But you didn't. You didn't. Women didn't do that sort of thing in their days. Isn't that weird, though? I know. You know. You wouldn't go up to a man and say, come and have a dance. You just wouldn't. But that's one of the things, like, with this, you know, with this um, generation, you know, that gives me hope for stuff, is I think that people are kind of a bit more like, fuck you, to sort of regulations or... uh, well, not regulations, are to social norms, you know. Yeah. And I think it's really great, you know, like if, you know, like if somebody kind of wants, you know, uh, to cross-dress, you know, you know, kind of we're fine with that, you know, if somebody wants like, her to marry, like, you know, someone of the same sex. And I think it's mental, like, that people were made, you know, like, to not, like, do things, you know, like, you know, like, that they loved. Oh, sorry. My no, it's all right. Room. No, 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 it's not that. I was worried about Alan and his dental appointment. Yeah, well, like I said earlier okay. on, you know, we have to kind of get you sort of between <laughs> hospital appointments. I reckon if we go for like like 10 more minutes. Yeah, okay, sweet. And then we'll go. I'd be like, okay, do you see what I mean? About ha- yeah, like, time flies how easily, when you're having fun. How it easily goes, you know, yeah. so you could easily fill, you know, sort of like yeah. two or three hours with this, yeah. you know. Because those things you wanted us to talk about, you know. We have only mentioned one. Yeah, but what you have to remember, <laughs> though, is, I suppose, is like, you know, is it's interesting uh, to me to get your like take on it all. Yeah. So, you know, if you say I was born here, then I want to know about there. Yeah. Or, you know, but it's almost, I sort of want to know about kind of, you know, what's going on in your noggin. <laughs> in your yeah, little mummy noggin. Little brain. Big brain. Yeah. Uh, okay, so okay, we've got I time for one it more London. thing. I enjoyed it in London. It was great fun. Um... When I was nursing. Let's let's discuss one more thing. Uh, one thing you know that you know I would like to know, uh, or I'm talk about is that uh, you said something recently when I was saying to you about um, how sometimes just the sort of magnitude of everything you know sort of like weighs upon me, and I sort of get up you know and I just kind of think about you know like. Uh, the universe and just like you know what I was saying earlier on about how um the odds against us being us are just you know it's infinite you know so I spend all my time kind of thinking of those sort of bigger questions and I kind of totally miss you know the sort of like day-to-day thing sometimes I know you've got a very inquiring mind but you see I suppose in some respects I'm a bit of a fatalist because I think myself, well, whatever's going on out there, let it happen. And yeah. I don't worry about why or how. Um, I just like to enjoy things as they are. Well, I think I do. Where it's all around me, enjoy the beauty of nature, and I like to see things and see it happening. Yeah, but, but I, but I, I guess don't, I don't all... like to delve into great details as to why it's happening. 
Yeah. I'd just like to see it happening. Just like to enjoy it. I mean, yeah. in the moment, I think I'm okay with that. Like with uh, the gig, like last week, you know, yeah. that was an amazing moment. Um, but you know, I do like kind of had to think about it afterwards. But what I was going to say is though, was what like I really liked her was when you um said to me about how you know you just kind of pick a few things every day because uh, I think what I was asking you know is how do you sort of cope you know with like existential you know like questions and stuff you know and I yeah. was going to ask actually but you know we can't really kind of like squeeze it into the 10 minutes at the end uh, you know like I don't know if it's too sort of like morbid but you know I was going to ask if things kind of you know like death you know like if it's a fear for you or if you just don't spend your time not thinking about it if I think about it, it's frightening, but it's yeah. inevitable. So you just got to accept it. So I just get up every day. I don't think about dying, except when I'm planning my funeral. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a must, because if I don't, and it falls to you and Richard, and it's not fair. Yeah, well, God forbid Richard's in charge of that. <laughs> Although I must say, all the money I'd saved up for it, we spent on holiday. Yeah. So at the moment I'm skint. It's up to you two. But, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck us. But but you know, um, that sort of goes back to what you're saying, though. You know about sort of enjoying the moment. You know, yeah. and I sort of totally like agree with that. You know, it's better to have a holiday like now. Yeah. You know, than to sort of worry about. Yeah. We know what's going to happen. You in the see, future. one of the big things that, and and it's a big regret in my life, is I think when I was younger. I didn't necessarily think about the pitfalls like dying um, until your gran suddenly died. And I thought, oh, my God, because she, for about a year before she died, kept saying, I want to go to Ireland to see my home and family once more before I die. Yeah. And I was too damn busy looking after the nursery and the children, and I'd ignored her. I hardly even listened. Yeah. I regret that. Oh, it's Because it's, I think, now I'm going to do what I want to do, yeah. what I ask. Well, that's why I love spending time with you now, because, yeah. you know, you know. It'd be too late soon. I don't want those regrets, you know. <laughs> exactly. And I said that kind of uh, to Rich. Yeah, I often think to myself, oh, I wish I'd, uh, oh, don't do that. Okay. <laughs> 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 <Fight> <laughs> off, <please. laughs> no, I shall start crying okay. immediately. Okay. But I do feel bad because uh, I didn't take her. Oh, Mum, I'm sorry. I don't want to upset you. Give me a squidge, come on. But. On a positive with all of this, you know, um, that's why it's important to kind of have to live, isn't it? Exactly. And just, you know, kind of... And do things when you want to. Yeah. Because uh, tomorrow could be too late. Exactly. Which is why I love spending time with you, you know. So I like doing that, those um, video quotes. You know, when we went to that gig, you know, and everyone there was like Callum <laughs> and um, yeah. Josh, you know, and they were like, oh, it's your mum, you know. Like, I love that, yeah, because it's kind of, you know, uh, because you are kind of hugely, like, important to me, you know. And I know that, like, I would sort of regret all these things, you know, like if, you know if we didn't build sort of like a wealth of really awesome like memories. I think it's quite funny because, uh, I mean, I went to the fish and chip shop the other day 
and this woman came up to me and said, Oh, you're Mike's mum, aren't you? And yeah, then there was another. That was um, Dawny and George, I think. That's wasn't right, it? yeah. yeah. Georgie, little lab of glasses. Yeah. I yeah. knew I'd seen him before. Yeah. Dear little soul, he seemed. Oh, he is, he's great. But um, really good if we go out well. to a pub or anything, oh, I've seen you on, on video. Yeah, see, I fucking like love that, that mum. Honestly, I, I fucking love it, you know. It's some. I feel a bit awkward because I don't know who these people are. Exactly, that's what it's like when you've got fans. Me. You know, you've got fans. Yeah. Which is why I kind of wanted her to do you first. They recognise you know, me like, and I don't know who the hell half these people are. You know, yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, I mean, like, it's kind of... Um, what I was saying earlier on about this whole thing kind of with life, about, you know, how sort of like being older we can still be, you know, still be sort of brave and kind of try new things. And actually, kind of what I've noticed, like, is a lot of people who are sort of my age and up, you know, it's almost like when they got to 30, it's like, sort of, this is it now. Yeah. You know, actually, kind of what I've realised, like, with dad's death and everything, is that, you know, I mean, I'm now past how old he was when he died, like 36. Yeah, exactly, 36, yeah. And I still feel unformed. Yeah. And you start kind of realising, you know, how you know, how if we're still alive, like, we're still growing. Yeah. Or at least should be. That is true. Yeah, so we need to go on a road trip. I can tell that you're worried about the untimely, aren't you? No, I haven't thought about it then. Okay. You said ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... It's, um, um, yeah, you, you know, so, I mean, I think to myself, right, tomorrow I'm going to do so-and-so. And I often sit in bed at night and I write a little list of things I want to do. And then the next day, I, I'm... One thing I've done all my life is I make lists. I make lists for everything. I love lists. It's yeah. a thing of mine. And then I, in the daytime, I think, oh, yes, I've done that, and I've done that, and I cross it off, and I cross it off, and I feel really happy when they're all crossed off. Yeah, well, I, you know, I mean, I took those words kind of out to heart, yeah. actually, you know, yeah. and that's kind of why I'm sort of starting out to do the same. You know, it's like, okay, well, kind of what am I going to do um, today? Yeah. Um, you know, you need to plan this... it out. Yeah, because sort of that way you get more done rather than wandering around and thinking, what should I do next? That's basically what I spent half my life doing, you know. <laughs> and I've realised there's loads of kind of plans, like with this like podcast, you know. Yeah. An idea I had ages ago and I thought, okay, well, you know, let's get so, so, sort of goal-orientated. Yeah. And just go, you know, like, here's a list of things to do. Well, you see, it's you funny. Say, well, thank you for that. You now, know, like it, it has helped. Th that, that's Daddy's influence because he was a big one for making lists and daddy was really organized person unfortunately i'm not i'm not either but Thanks my my, mo my mother was very organized and my father was very organized now i am terrible i don't organize so anything now because you've taken after me i don't organize a thing yeah, so what happened to us you know because like... i often used to think myself you know like and being untidy my both my parents were very very tidy and whether it was kind of inward rebellion or not i don't know but i'm not a bit organized i'm not tidy i think you've rebelled against them <laughs> you were like I don't know. screw you conventions I don't yeah, so know. maybe yeah there was a part of you like saying about you know this whole thing with um you know kind of sort of um um societal rules you know you know maybe yeah, there is a part of you that's a bit like no, actually screw that I'm going to do this. In fact, kind of, I love that. Like, you know, when we sort of go out places, you know, and kind of, you're not supposed to sort of walk this way, like, and you'll just kind of go and have a little look, you know, you'll have a little shifty, you know, like, just to see what's going I'm on. I'm very nosy. Yeah. Yeah. Or you'll sort yeah. of walk up there. You know, like, I love the fact, yeah, that you don't 
go to kind of like social norms or you know rules mind you i remember daddy taking me to london airport we've been two or three times he used to take me to um watch all the planes going off through the viewing rooms and uh one day i can't remember why we were going to this particular place but it was out of bounds for people and daddy said to me just keep your head up keep walking ignore everybody and keep walking as if you know exactly what you're doing where you're going and we went strolling off down this corridor and past several people and we just kept on walking i can't remember where we went or what we did i think it was a a special viewing platform for like where our hostesses go or something was he a spy no he lived in germany like just act like you're doing walk forward <laughs> and we'll be in the queen's chambers before you know it yeah it's funny actually because oh see i've forgotten again now but daddy had Sorry. this big handlebar moustache well not exactly handlebar oh, it was handlebars curl but he's a it's like groucho marks with a bushy yeah, moustache that's yeah. it it looked like groucho marks and there was somebody who was a german He's a fucking spy, mum. No, <laughs> that who, was a spy. Who did he have a little moustache and do this a lot? No, no, <laughs> no. That was a little thing like that. Okay. No, there was somebody, and I'm not sure if it was an actor or if he was German or English. I'm sorry. See, I've forgotten already. Sorry, but no, it wasn't your fault. I've forgotten anyway. But Daddy, I was always getting mistaken for this guy. Groucho Marx maybe it was yeah yeah but uh, you know but actually you know i think he sort of imparted like a kind of great like bit of advice there just head up sort of ignore everyone else to pretend you know what you're doing yeah that's basically what i do in my life you know i think i've realized like as i've got older and you know uh when you're a kid like you think kind of other adults sort of like know what they're doing you know and as soon as you sort of realize you know, I'm an adult now. Like if, you know, it was when a kid called me a man once and I was like, yeah. fuck, I'm, I'm a grown-up. Yeah. Right? And I was thinking, I haven't got a clue what I'm doing. Uh, and you realise, like, that nobody really does, do they? No, we're all trying to make our way through life. Um, stumbling, I suppose, if you like, and learning every day. Yeah. But then um, I never forget a saying of Winston Churchill that he reckoned that every 10 years... He wanted to do something new and something different, which what kept his mind active and alive. Yeah. You know. Okay, what's your, um, what's going to be your new thing? We need to find you like a new thing. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, the drums. Oh, come on. I can't even hold a stick. Do this quickly, mum. Right, go, go foot, hands, foot, foot, hands. Try that. (laughs) That'd be a slow song. (laughs) <laughs> yes, but you see, I I have not as nimble. Try it slightly faster. Go foot, hands. Just one foot, one hand. <laughs> no, like foot, hands, foot, hands, foot. Okay, so I have to do like a doom metal tune. <laughs> I I I can't do it like I used to. I'm sorry. Can't do it like you used to. No, I'm very slow. It's, um, I don't know, like I spent three quarters of an hour sat on the edge of the bed last night mm. as I was in so much pain. But you're not slow-witted, you know, which I think is cool. Like, you're still sharp, <laughs> aren't you? Oh, thank you. Um, I'll tell you what's rather 
flattering in a way. I know it's bloody annoying forever getting these phone calls from people trying to sell me something. Yeah. Double glazing or PPI or yeah. conservatories. Yeah, there's bloody conservatories. And all there. sorts of things. Oh, and surveys, that's another thing. Yeah. And everybody says to me, how old are you? And I say 72, and they say, really? You don't sound it. So many people say that, and I don't know quite how an old person is supposed to sound. Great. You know, no, I mean, that, that seems because a bit you're still, odd. You know, it's because you're still vibrant, you know. That that's what, what I was is? saying earlier on, like the way that um, some people like have almost kind of gone, yeah, you know, like I'm finished now. And some people, honestly, like in their um, 20s, you know, when I've had students, right, and they've maybe had like young parents, and I'll kind of say, you know, to the mum or the dad, oh, you know, why didn't you sort of like join along with them? You know, because I love getting getting um families like jamming them together, right? And often they go, oh, I can't now, you know, I'm sort of like it's too late for me, and they're like 25, and you think, Jesus wept, hmm. you know, I mean, like with that attitude, exactly. You know, what I hope. I mean, like, do some people think, you know, that you spend your first what like, 18 years? Kind of like growing into who you are, like, and then it's fixed. Yeah, you know, ridiculous. like it's malleable, it's transitory, isn't it? Always, you know, moving forward. Okay, so we need to find you a new thing. Uh, we should probably call it a day, this, shouldn't we? It's, oh yes, it's I've got to get Alan to the dentist. Got a appointment. I have. Thanks for being my first guest. <laughs> That's all right. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it's been very interesting, actually. I haven't spoken about anything that I planned to, because I suppose off the cuff. It's better though, isn't it? Oh yes, it does, definitely. Maybe I ought to write an autobiography, get down all the things I was thinking of. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, there's a thing, uh, there's a guy that I saw on the Joe Rogan podcast, actually, that I was talking about um, uh, this whole thing that's called self, self-authoring self or something, which is basically like getting people like her to write down yeah. You know, kind of their life. I don't mean for other people to well, see. Yeah, I meant for my two children and, if any, grandchildren. Yeah, but it's, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, but it's, um, you know. But then you see very quickly, this is what upsets me about today. I mean, today. making the grandchildren will be very no, quickly. No, this is what yes. upsets me about today. Oh, sorry. Because things have gone a wee bit out of hand and divorce is so commonplace and I'm really sad that the church and the nation have made it so easy to get divorced because um i love how you no you know, no no listen but all i can say is i you... don't want to say about people that have got like really bad marriages yeah. where people are cruel to each other but i don't think people try hard enough to keep their relationships going and i honestly think for the sake of the children I think it would be much nicer because, let's face it, so many children children grow up in broken families that they think it's normal. Yeah. But it's not, is it? I'll tell you what is cruel, okay, is the fact you sort of thrust this upon me now, you know, when we're finishing, you know, this is the thing that I've probably got, like, the most (laughs) strong views on, you know, about sort of relationships and marriages. We'll leave that for another day. We'll sort of join in, you know, for episode two, where we sort of discuss discuss marriages, you know, there's two things I would um, quickly say. One, I don't think people should be forced to stay like in an unhappy marriage. No. Two, uh, I don't even understand kind of the need to get married. So, yeah. you know, um, three, I lied. Four. <laughs> um, lied about what? 
because uh, I said there's like two things I wanted to say. Oh. <laughs> uh, is yeah, um, well, I guess it's sort of joined on like to number two. Like, part of me almost doesn't understand why people, you know, kind of like um, take the risk of like getting married here. Because if you think like if you're like a gambling man or a woman, right? Um, would you bet your whole future happiness and future earnings on a 50-50 bet? No. And they say now, isn't it kind of one in two ends in divorce? So that's essentially what you're doing, isn't it? Yeah, 50-50. You know, and I think like if I ever got like married, it would, it would, it would have to be with somebody that I've gone through some shit with. Because you only know people when you've gone through like yeah. shit with them, you know. Like if it was one of the, you know, where people meet, you know, like and they're kind of in love and you know and they're married, and then sort of four years later they, you know, like it all goes bad and yeah. they like hate each other. If you've already been through shit with people, because you know you kind of you don't know people like until you've gone through some real oh, such, like shit. Years and years and years ago, I can't remember where I heard it from. But it was a saying, and I've thought to myself many times since, that if you really want to know me, come live with me. Sort of like you got to I know I thought you'd never person. ask, like I can move back. <laughs> I thought you got, what they're trying to say is you got to get Sexual to know assault. a person really, really, really well to know if you can put up with them forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and, and... Do we know each other well? Balls. We have to go, sweetheart. Do we know each other well? To his dental appointment. Yeah. Brilliant. Okay, I've known well, you since you were a baby. Yeah, well, hey, I used to live, used to live in there. Yeah. You're a good home, Mum. Thank you. And you'll have to say what I Start as we've, you know, as we started. Yeah. Brilliant. Part two later. Well, actually, I'll just quickly say, you know, I hope you guys have enjoyed have enjoyed this chat, you know, with my mum. Uh, if you want to hear some more from her, you know, then... Uh, send us a message like give us a like or something and then uh, I think we're doing uh, John Matthews next um, do you remember John the comedian from the open mic night oh yes yes I remember Brilliant. Yeah, didn't he go off to university uh, he, uh, he went to China yes, I want to ask him about um, China oh, wow. if he's allowed to talk about it now. anyway <laughs> yeah we have to go yeah okay bye bye